us this morning. They reside in Alaska, and we're so happy to have them with us. Let's give them a good first assembly of God. I can't do anything until I get my water. Don't you appreciate Jakey? I've known Jakey a long time and I still love him. The truth is he still loves me. always a lot of fun to stand up in front of everybody when you're thirsty and drink some cold water. I've always uh, thought it would be neat if I had a mirror back here. Then you could see what I have to see. There's a few times I wanted to get up and dance. And there's a few times I wanted to run around the sanctuary. So maybe I ought to do both of those things before I preach. All right, let's see. Everybody happy? If you're happy and you know it, say amen. Wow. Well, I miss your pastor. I'm sure you do as well. We go back a few years. Uh, it's good to have Brother Shaw here, also another pastor. There may be other pastors here. But uh, we remember when Brother Register was pastor out at Calvary in Jacksonville. And uh, we had some good fellowship back then. And uh, we've had some good fellowship since he came here. If you're wondering what I'm doing, I'm fumbling around here trying to find my place. <laughs> Now, some of y'all uh, uh, understood what I was saying then because some of you have been trying to find your place all morning. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I better get serious here. Somebody has already mentioned today is Pentecost Sunday. Uh, and the church really needs another Pentecost, don't you think so? Uh, so I'm going to kind of uh, make my my remarks this morning along those lines of uh, we need another Pentecost. I really believe we need a fresh outpouring of the Holy Ghost, don't you? Amen. Well, before I get too carried away, let's pray. Father, thank you for the joy of serving you. Thank you for the privilege of being here in your house with all of your people. We ask now, Holy Spirit, that you minister the word of the Lord to our hearts. In Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. Uh, I think without, uh, without question, the infilling of the Holy Spirit is so important uh, for the church. Had it not been, I don't think Jesus would have said to his disciples, you go back to Jerusalem and carry. You go back to Jerusalem and wait for the promise of the Father. And it says... Uh, uh, until you be endued or clothed upon 
with power from on high. The Living Bible says, And now I will send the Holy Spirit upon you, just as my Father promised. Don't begin telling others yet. Stay here in the city until the Holy, Holy Spirit comes and fills you with power from heaven. Now, that's what the Living Bible says. So uh, the, the infilling of the Holy Spirit was more than just a suggestion from the Lord. I rather uh, think that it was more of a commandment than it was anything else. It was a direct order from the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Those early disciples discovered after being close to Jesus for three years that it was always the best thing to do to do what he said. Amen. So when Jesus speaks, we listen. What is, what is that insurance company? Anybody know? There's an insurance company that kind of has that motto. When so-and-so speaks, we listen. Huh? I can't hear you. Okay, good. Whatever you say is fine. <laughs> so, uh, in 1 Samuel chapter 15 and verses, or just verse 22, uh, it says, Has the Lord, has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? That's in the form of a question, of course. And then it says, Behold, and I've always been told that when you see that word behold in the scripture, it means that you need to pay particular attention. And it says, Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. Sacrifices are usually substitutes for uh, the real thing. So there are, there are, or there should be, no substitutes for doing what Jesus tells us to do in his words. Now it's time to say amen. In my, in my church, I had a sign made, and I, it says on that sign, say amen. So when I'm preaching and they don't say amen, I pick up my sign, and, and they say amen. So, uh, you know, when it comes to doing what Jesus said, I don't know that there is a plan B, do you? Acts 1 verse 4 says, being assembled together with them, suggested that they, I thought, I, I thought somebody would catch that. Being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart. What the suggestion? Commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father. Uh, now, notice uh, in the few verses above, and you don't have your scripture open, I'm sure, how they tried to change the subject. Uh, would, you, would you believe today when you start talking about the things of God and, and maybe how we need to uh, uh, be filled and get a little closer to the Lord, uh, sometimes people want to change the subject. Time to say amen. <laughs> okay. I'm having fun. Where'd Jakey go? Oh, there you are, Jakey. I'm having fun, Jakey. Is it okay if I have fun? Amen. Okay. So, but anyway, they wanted to change the subject and start talking about uh, restoring the kingdom. Jesus wasn't interested uh, in restoring the kingdom at that time necessarily, but I do think he was, in, he was interested in expanding the kingdom. Amen? So, uh, so, 
And so in order to get them right back on track, he, he said this, but ye shall receive power. This is Acts 1.8. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the othermost parts of the earth. You, you know, one of the most difficult places to witness is our Jerusalem. It's where we live. Amen. But Jesus said that's where we need to start. We need to start in Jerusalem. It's also interesting for us to note here that uh, when Jesus was speaking to them, uh, he, the scripture says he led them as far out as Bethany, and I think it said that 500 uh, witnessed his ascension. Uh, but only 120 went back to Jerusalem to tarry and to wait. Somebody said that's about the Wednesday night prayer meeting shut the crowd. Amen. You can have a whole bunch of folks on Sunday morning, but just a few on Sunday night and on Wednesday night. Uh, I, I'm sure you've heard this statistic. Somebody said that about uh, 20% of the people in the church really do 80% of the work. Nevertheless, when you talk about uh, that 120 who were filled with the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, uh, it says that uh, they filled Jerusalem with their teaching. Now, they didn't do that sitting in church. Amen. Uh, Jesus said, go into the world. How many of you know the world is not a very friendly place? Jesus said, go into the world and publish good news. A lot of people in the church go into the world and publish a lot of stuff that's not very good news. They start telling everybody about what, what's not right at church. Only, oh, boy, that went over real good. So I'll just keep preaching. <laughs> uh, but anyway, the scripture says concerning those uh, in the New Testament right after Pentecost, that uh, they went everywhere preaching the word. God confirmed his word with signs following him. And they were accused of turning the world upside down. Mark 16 and verse 20 says, They went forth, preached everywhere, the Lord working with them. Aren't you glad we don't have to do it all by ourselves? The Lord working with them and confirmed his, his word with signs following. So the Holy Spirit uh, gives us the power to go forth. And uh, also he gives us uh, boldness to, to declare the word of the Lord. Uh, I remember the story of the little boy that got saved, and uh, it was just before camp. And somebody said, "Well, son, what are you going to do?" He said, "Well, I'll you know wait till I get there." So when he came back home, they said, "Son, what did you do?" He said, "I just didn't say anything." And that's the way a lot of Christians are. It's time to say Amen. <laughs> I'm having fun up here, Jake. Is that all right? So uh, after we have received the Lord and he does a work in us, then certainly uh, we want to share it with others. And the scripture says that he will give us the power and the boldness to do it with. Uh, Acts 1.8, I think everybody knows, if I didn't quote this already, Acts 1.8 Acts says, You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem. Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. Now I like these glass pulpits, but the, the only the only uh, drawback is you can see all my notes. 
I'm glad you can't read all of them. Uh, anyway, uh, the crowd that gathered in Jerusalem for the Feast of Pentecost, they were astonished when they uh, heard the 120 that were gathered there speaking in their own languages. They said, these people are drunk. Uh, Peter said, uh, these people are not drunk, as you suppose, seeing it's but the third hour. I think that's, what, 9 a.m. in the morning? Uh, but this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And then he quoted what the prophet said. Joel 2, verses 28 and 29 says, It shall come to pass that I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons, your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Uh, some of us understand that. Your, your young men shall see visions. And upon the servants and the handmaids, in those days will I pour out of my spirit. I think that's the end of that verse. <laughs> Some of y'all need to be up here. Somebody's raising their hand back there. Did y'all have something to say? <laughs> that's what I used to have to do when I had... You know, I wanted to speak up. I had to raise my hand, but she was worshiping the Lord. She wasn't just wanting to say something. <laughs> uh, you know, prior to Pentecost, we put a lot of emphasis upon the Holy Spirit at Pentecost and thereafter. But uh, prior to Pentecost, the Holy Spirit certainly was active as far back even as the creation and even throughout the Old Testament. The scripture says in the Old Testament, or back before Pentecost, says he came upon them and empowered them for some special supernatural act at that time. John's Gospel, chapter 15, verse 16 says, Jesus said this, I will pray the Father, he shall send you another comforter. That really, that really means he'll send another one to walk alongside of you, and he will abide with you every Sunday. <laughs> he, he will abide with you forever. Amen. He'll dwell with you and he shall be in you. So, uh, I think uh, we all know uh, when we talk about the church being born, we go back to the day of Pentecost. Uh, and I've, I've, been, I've been a Pentecostal a believer all my life. I was born and raised in the Assemblies of God, saw uh, miraculous things and supernatural things happening. But down through the years, there has kind of been a little waning, and uh, I think we need to get back to seeking God. Amen? Uh, so we don't seem to experience all the things that we used to as far as seeing the supernatural at work in the church. Uh, you know, I grew up, and I probably uh, said this like a lot of other folks in the church, says, uh, uh, I've got the Holy Ghost. A lot of people got the Holy Ghost, but the Holy Ghost, <laughs> the Holy Ghost hadn't got them. <laughs> All right? So, uh, I, I don't think I mentioned this earlier, but uh, I think it's just... Uh, 
like it was back then, there are still no shortcuts to power. Amen? It was the night before Christmas when all through the house. Not a creature was stirring, not even the mouse. Boy, you're all the quietest folks I've ever seen. This is the Assembly of God Church, right? Okay. I thought I'd better go outside and see what sign said out there. Jackie, I'm trying to be funny. So, um, there's still no shortcuts to power. If we pay the price, then uh, we can experience the power of God. Uh, it, it says they were filled with power. How many of you remember a commercial a few years ago that uh, had something to do with hairdo? said, a little dab will do you. Well, a little dab of the Holy Ghost won't do you. Amen. you got to be full, filled with his power. They were all filled, the Scripture says, on the day of Pentecost. And they sat down on the stool and do nothing and did nothing to the rest of the church. No, they went everywhere, didn't they, preaching the word. How many of you remember singing the song, Bring Your, bring your Vessels, Not a Few? I can't get the words to it. He'll fill your heart today to overflowing. So we need to uh, certainly present ourselves uh, to the Lord and realize that he wants to fill us to overflowing. Uh, how many of you grew up in a Pentecostal church? Well, just a few of us. And I don't think this is always uh, applicable to a Pentecostal church. But uh, as I was growing up in the Assemblies of God, uh, I witnessed a lot of people getting saved. I witnessed a lot of people being healed, uh, a lot of people being baptized in the Holy Spirit. Um, and today, I don't see near as much of that uh, that I would love to see. Uh, I think the pattern is still in the Word of God, don't you? If we seek first his kingdom, uh, if we seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, I'm trying to get this verse together here. Huh? I can't hear you. Amen. Whatever you said is okay. So... You know, if, if we're really not seeing the power of God like we used to see, and I, I don't want to sound like I'm living in the past here, but I guess some of us said the older we get, the more of that we do. But uh, there has to be a reason if we're not experiencing the power of God and the miracles and the healings that we did in the past. Amen? I'm thinking of, of another scripture that says, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They'll mount up with wings as eagles. They'll run and not be weary. They'll walk and not faint. Amen. And sometimes we do get weary. Amen. Have you ever noticed the eagle when he gets way up high? He's not up there flapping his I believe there's a place in God that we can kind of soar. Don't you think so? Amen. And experience his power. Uh, if I didn't finish that verse, it says, uh, 
They have a form of godliness, but they denied the power thereof. So uh, you and I know that God is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. In him is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. So he will, he can, and he wants to do uh, the same things today that he did back then. Amen? So, uh, uh, but the Holy Spirit's not a, uh, uh, he's a perfect gentleman, right? So we have to uh, wait upon him. He'll not transgress our will, however. Uh, if we seek his face, uh, then we'll hear from heaven. Uh, so when you see uh, in the New Testament, uh, which, of course, Jesus said to those disciples uh, some 2,000 years ago, uh, I think that's still applicable to today uh, because uh, Jesus is the same. He said, Blessed are they which do uh, hunger and thirst after righteousness, uh, or you could say uh, those who hunger and thirst after a right standing in God. For they shall be filled. Uh, I think we all know that the, uh, the Word of God says that our righteousness is filthy rags. Amen. So it's not our righteousness. It's His righteousness in us. And His righteousness alone will certainly merit the Lord's attention. Uh, let me just ask all of us, including myself, uh, what what are we desiring when it comes to the things of God? Are you hungry for God? Are you hungry to see his power? Uh, if so, uh, I think we will do what the scripture says. Amen. We'll seek his kingdom and we'll wait upon him. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Amen. So, uh, if I were to ask this question this morning, and I'll probably just go ahead and ask the question, if the Lord were to come today, uh, would you be ready? If the rapture were to take place, if the catching away of the church were to take place, would you be ready? So, uh, if not, then uh, no better time to get ready, right? So, if you and I are seeking his face and waiting upon him, then, of course, uh, we'll experience the power of God. Uh, I want you just to uh, bow your head with me. Uh, I've been very brief this morning, but Jakey told me to do that. <laughs> Not really. So let's, let's pray. Father, thank you this morning for the joy of serving you. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, that you have never failed. Thank you for this church and this ministry. And for Pastor, we pray that you'll be with them as they're gone and give them traveling mercies and bring them back uh, safely. And so we pray now in Jesus' name that uh, uh, whatever commitment we need to make this morning, uh, help us to uh, make that firm commitment. Help us, O oh Lord, to... Uh, just uh, realize that you're the same and that you never fail. We thank you for it in the strong, powerful name of Jesus. All right. I'm going to turn this back over to uh, the MC here.